A northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richards. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz. Having a laugh. Talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Aussie Pomcast. We're back again for the longest party of all time. I'm guessing you're going to talk about it again. The Jubilee. Yes, we are. Hashtag Platyjubes. I feel like it's gone on for 70 years. Yeah, well, it's been 70 years in the making and this is the (laughs) best they could come up with. Good old Rod Stewart, the Rod father. Well, I mean, we're going to start with with the worst. The worst of the worst. The worst? Yeah, the bloody platinum party at the palace. It was all right. Oh, it was horrendous. We can do much better than this, Britain. Come on. Oh, it was appalling. Do you watch it? No. Well, well, no. I saw I saw snippets of it, and from what I saw, people seemed to be enjoying it. People were talking about it, saying it. Was yeah, you probably saw, saw the highlights. There were very few. Yeah, it lasted for about thirty seconds. Oh man! Oh, it was so crap. Was right, it? I'll, I'll take you through some of the highlights. Oh, right, <laughs> Rod Stewart. Right. Was Rod Stewart one of the highlights? One of the highlights, because he sang Sweet Caroline, right? And you had George singing along, you had William singing along, you know, everybody was getting into it. It, It's quite quite weird when the highlight is someone who remembers the coronation, right? Like, that's (laughs) never going to be a great thing. There he is, and he turned up on stage with all his wives, all these little blonde ladies. (laughs) God bless him. Uh, So he was there. Well, I mean, it it were rubbish, apart from that. I mean, to be honest, he was the best. You had Diana Ross, right? Possibly limp sinking, controversial. Oh, really? But I think. But she so. hasn't performed in England in like fifteen years yeah, or something, right? Like, I mean, random. Alicia Keys. Oh, cool. What? What? Where's Adele? <laughs> right? Where's <laughs> Adele? I mean, I'm sorry, Adele. Where are you? Right? <laughs> Hello, it's me. We want you up there, right? That's. I'm sorry, but she's an icon. We need her there. Okay. Harry Styles, One Direction. They did a montage to British music, and they had One Direction. Okay. Spice Girls, all that. Mm-hmm. There was no sign of any of these artists, right? I'm sorry. David Beckham's chasing her knighthood. Get Victoria out here. Get her to put a tight little Gucci frock on and get her to do some dancing with pe- the Spice but how Girls. How many people really want to hear her sing? They don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They just want to see. Like it. I said, lip syncing is. A I thing. mean, you're talking about all these people. They can't even make an effort to come there. Mm. The Queen can't even be bothered to be there. So, <laughs> she couldn't, she couldn't. I mean, so Paul why McCartney would anybody else? Paul McCartney didn't turn up. Yeah, but Paul McCartney was in America and sent somebody away in video message. I'm sorry, he's a sir. He's got a knighthood. He should have been there. And we've Revoke, spoken about yeah, this Yeah, I know before. you're revoking a lot of knighthoods. Yeah, I'll be saying right. Jog on, right? I'm sorry, it's just you're Paul just Paul now. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give it to Ringo instead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, it was. I, I to be honest, I thought we could have done much better. Oh, okay. I thought it should have been like the Olympic opening ceremony, four day weekend, massive, great big celebration, big party at the palace. I thought we could have done a lot better. But then how? But then the reaction is, who's paying for it? How much is it costing? All that kind of stuff that gets wheeled out of these kind of people things. People don't so. mind paying for it when it's half decent. I'd be annoyed if I paid for this. But you As did it, well. I you didn't. didn't. But yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> my taxes don't go to Britain. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. I'd be annoyed. Um, I, I thought it w- wasn't the best, and we could have done a lot better there. However, could Kate have done better? Do you reckon? Uh, we have Prince Louis having uh, a few little, uh, not not quite a tantrum, but um, a little bit. Of Trust me, that is not a tantrum. Behavior. He's having a fun cheeky time. Behavior, and she's copped a lot of flax. Um, some people have had a bit of a cruel dig at her for her parenting, um, saying that she should have kept the kids under control. I, I disagree. There, I think they're, they're just t- being mischievous. There are two things, right? One is 
no one that's ever had a child ever thinks that is throwing a tantrum. That's just him having a little bit of fun. Like he was, he was quite funny. He was the best thing about it. Like his funny faces and stuff. You should put him on stage. It's so much, much more, more relatable to see a child do something normal than to see them sit there not doing anything and salute. Like seriously. Mm. And the second thing is, I just don't know what goes through people's head when they go. I'm quite busy today, but maybe I should go on the internet and complain about someone's parenting that I've never met. Like, what a weird it's thing true. to do. It's Just true. get over it. Move on. It, uh, I don't care. Playing like, devil's advocate, right? Yeah. That <laughs> okay, <were> good. <laughs> I went on the internet and this is what I said. If this were Megan and that were actually playing up, yeah. do you think we'd have had a massive crack at them? Yeah, but we, you had a massive crack at we had a massive crack at her anyway. Like as in, we just we just like having a crack at parenting. Like it's just a bit it's, it is, I, and I, women I, yeah. in particular. Like why is no one saying where's William in this? Why isn't William turning around and disciplining his child? You know what? Very fair point. Um, I, I did see there were some sweet moments as well. You saw Kate uh, comforting Mia Tyndall as well, who was clearly had enough of Rod Stewart and all the rest of it. <laughs> and uh, look, Charlotte looked bored to tears. And I must say, like I I want to see the royals as much as anybody else. Mm. I want to see the kids and the reaction did think the camera cut to them quite often <laughs> no, more, because, more because I want to see a bit of them but not, 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 too not much. Too much. I thought it was a bit unfair because we got to see them when they were fed up and bored and you know playing up and I think you know it's not fair they haven't signed up for this and poor old Charlotte she's never going to be queen anyway leave her alone <laughs> this I think this is fundamentally what just drove me crazy about the whole four days. It's just looking into every single thing that anybody's done, and you know, mm. there's a child pulling a face. That must mean that there's problems at home. It's just insane. <laughs> it is insane. Probably knackered. It, it probably just means he, he's a child. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I've got one that I can't tell what to do. Imagine having three and then being on a balcony in front of billions of people. Yeah. It's insane. Worth like, pointing out too that they had a quite a busy day. They've been to Wales as well. They've been to Cardiff uh, to carry out one of the uh, to represent the Queen basically yep. to carry out a royal engagement uh, which we had discussed last week they did do that it happened to be Lilibet's birthday at the time controversially yep. now oh, it's not controversial that she was born con- on that day <laughs> that she planned her birth how dare to, she have to a- coincide <laughs> with the jubilee a year later however um, more because there was a picnic at Frogmore Cottage yep. that Harry and Meghan had thrown for for the kiddies and for the mums and dads mm. face painting whole job lot mm-hmm. we saw the first photo as you know of Lilibet she is a very cute kid looks just like Harry as well mm. lovely to see that red hair being passed down gorgeous love it um, anyway little Lilibet had a little picnic at Frogmore and Kate and Wills uh, were not to be seen in any of the photographs nor were their kids and the kids didn't turn up at the party in the palace with their, their faces painted which I think tells you everything they but, weren't there but there weren't pictures of any other royals were there uh, no, but there's talk that Zara and Mike turned up with their kids for a little while. Right. However, Kate and Wills were shipped off to Wales. So they kind of got an excuse, but there's talk that that could be, you know, a bit of a rift going on. And let's also talk about that moment. They, they turned up at St Paul's <laughs> yep. together. Now, this is, like, this, I tell you what, it's a good time to be a lip reader right now. If you're, you're a lip reader, you're in big business right now, especially if you're a royalist, because... These are like everybody's contacting these people and body language experts to find out what this all means. Now, Meghan and Harry turned up at St Paul's, sat at one end of the aisle, mm-hmm. right? The other side, William and Kate turned up and sat with all the you know important people like yep. Kate, like uh, you know working Charles. working royals, yeah, yeah working so royals see, on one I, side and non-working royals on the other side. Yep, the higher ups. So uh, these two turned up, went and sat down, and uh, Kate and Will's turned up. And Megan, and you can see this quite clearly in the footage. Can you? Yes, you can. Because <laughs> okay, she's yeah. wearing a massive hat, turned her head the other way. <sighs> Shock. <laughs> I know. It's a big deal 
Because I think they were trying to avoid that moment, that reaction, being looked into too much, and she's created the exact opposite of what she probably wanted. Well, there. I mean, turn of the head. Um, yes, yeah, she turns her head. I, I, I don't know what's what's the problem though. Like, I mean, I, it's just a bit of a leap to say that she saw her and then she's intentionally turned her head away. But for mm, what? She's like, the only one do? to do it though. Yeah, I know, but that's just, is that not coincidence? Like, it would look niche. weirder if everybody turned their head at the exact same time. <laughs> Some sort of flash dance or whatever it's called. She might have had an itch. But, you know, yeah. I, I like to think that it was a deliberate thing because, you know, I work in the media and that's how we work. <laughs> um, however, Kate was also um, seen facing in the direction of Meghan and Harry and, and mouthing the word wow. Yeah. So what that meant, or chow. I don't know. It wasn't chow. Or bow. <clears throat> it wasn't bow. Or it, any- might have been, it might have been, or oh, you two, bow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I really want some chow. Like, yeah, she's just hungry. Like, Maybe. Everybody gets hungry at some pools. It happens. Um, yeah, I just, I just think all of this stuff gets... So microscopic and just leave them alone. I just can't. I, uh, I mean, it was like so much to unpack. Though, I know, making, but like, but I think given that everybody thought that Megan and Willie, uh, Megan and Harry were going to try and pull focus, or there's going to be some mm. sort of stealing of thunder, which never happened. They no. they did it all very well. I thought. I thought Agree, they yeah. kind of disappeared when they needed to disappear, and they were there when they needed to be shown to be there. And I so, agree, yeah. like everything else is just kind of having a crack because we can and because we can find something to do it. I must admit, you know, I thought these two, and I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of these two, right? I don't think, Harry, I've never seen him look so bloody miserable, right? I'm sorry. Like, come on, crack a smile, mate. You're here for Granny's 70th, 70th Jubilee, you know? Give us a bit of a grin. Not happy at all to be like, But clearly. if he grinned, maybe someone will be saying, Charles didn't raise that kid well enough. He needs to discipline him. He's grinning too much. He smiles too often. Um, well, I think they handled it quite well. I agree. They stayed out of, out of the way, which is what exactly what we wanted. Now, there was a bit of controversy, however, um, around their first meeting with the Queen. So um, it's there were no photographs of the moment Lilibet met the Queen for the first time, mm-hmm. which I think we all expected that that would be the photo yeah. for the birthday picture, not the picture of Lilibet on her own. Um, however, there was talk that they actually wanted to bring their own photographers in, did uh, Kate, um, Megan and Harry. Yep. And the Which they did do for the ones that they released, right? Yes, it's, it's yes they've got their friend. own professional yeah. photographer, their own baker, you know, the whole shebang. Who hasn't? Yeah, you know, <laughs> carry mine all over the place. We've got our own crew here. Um, yeah, look, they wanted to bring their own photographer. Uh, the Queen and the Palace said, absolutely no way, that's not happening. Uh, look, speculation that they perhaps could have used that photo as part of their Netflix deal and used that moment um, to try and flog some uh, more subscriptions on Netflix. Um, look, there we go. I mean, look, I, I think they've done the right thing, but it's very sad that it's a moment here. Mm. Like, it's, it's a big moment, a historical moment that we're not ever going to be able to have any record of now. Well, I know, but I, I, it's also fine for them to have record of it, right? So someone's taken some private photos of the Queen getting to see Lilibet, and that's kind of all that really mattered, isn't it? So maybe they've got Hopefully some private photos case. and Hopefully they just have them the at case. home. Hopefully someone snapped a few on their iPhone and uh, yeah, exactly. we'll see them in a million years to exactly, come. Exactly, yeah. Um, well, yeah, the Queen as well. Uh, look, I know we've spoken before. She's obviously not in great shape. I thought God she did very her. well, though. Like, I thought in terms of the amount of things that she did and the end 26 up minutes that she appeared for the yeah, Jubilee. <laughs> I know, but honestly, she, that was, as, you know, I wasn't interested for 26 minutes. So mm. she did very well to spend that much time, I thought. I thought, you know, she was at the things that really mattered and she was at the things that people yes. wanted to see her at. And she, I thought she... Look pretty good. Now we're never going to slag off the Queen. She was wearing that black uh, pin, by the way, in her hat. Is a mourning pin for, uh, in reference, we believe, to Prince Philip as ah, well. So, that's nice. I thought yeah. it was a microphone. <laughs> Maybe she's going to be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a Netflix bug. 
<laughs> Maybe she didn't notice that Megan and Harry had shoved that in there. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, she's, bless her, wasn't involved in very much at all. I don't blame her with that party in the palace, for one. I think I'd be tucked up in bed switching the telly off and going, nah, I'm not bothered. That wasn't the biggest problem. Get one a gin and tonic. That wasn't, the, that wasn't the biggest problem about the Platinum Jubilee. Did you see the hashtag? Yeah, platyjubes. Platy jubes. Who's ever the worst. Why, but, no, but no one the else is using the, no one else is using the hashtag jubilee, right? Just use that one. Yeah. Like, or platinum jubilee. If you want to, you know. I know, but there's extra not. Characters. There's not another. There wasn't another. There's one every ten years, basically. Like it's not, there's no, no risk of being gazumped. Just, Just use that one. Plat- platy jubes. Who cares? People say crimbo. Uh, like yeah, stop it. They're, they're among those kind of people. <laughs> okay. Happy Crimbo, guys! Oh, stop! Are they going holy holy bobs? I like holy, holy bobs. bobs. Holy bobs Just is funny. Chillax. No, I don't chillax. say that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, interestingly as well, I mean, we have got a queen there. She's very popular, obviously, um, no doubt. Got huge popularity after this weekend. However, uh, once she's gone, unfortunately, we spit taboo. Talk about you know once she's cacked it. Well, no, you can just say once she's no longer the once she's no longer longer queen. You don't have to keep saying once she's no longer with us. People know that the way she doesn't become queen anymore (laughs) is because of that. She's not going to abdicate. Well, a Perth Now poll uh, that we did just this week reveals that two thirds of our readers would prefer for us to skip straight to William. The yeah. next monarch, and um, not bother with Charles. Just sixteen percent want Charles as the next king, mm-hmm. and more, even more, seventeen percent don't want a monarchy altogether. They just said, yeah. "Get away, because a republic over in Australia." Yeah. I think it's quite sad actually, because uh, I, I think he's just been tainted by the divorce. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. That's no, I don't, what pe- I don't everybody I, says about. I don't him. think it's, it's anything to do with that. I think it's just an age thing. I think people think it's time for a bit of fresh blood and a younger person. I guess the problem with that is that imagine getting to that age, and that was basically all you've done. All your life is wait to be king and then them go we're just gonna we'll skip you we'll yeah. just go to the next one forget it yeah exactly <laughs> we'll skip this track yeah. <laughs> exactly. it's like an ipod Shake shuffle to dessert <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah you'd be pretty pissed off but um look i yeah i think it's fine i think charles is actually pretty progressive and quite modern I yeah think i mean look be... at that that's a slim down royal family that we, they've always talked about and they know yeah. charles is very much an advocate for slim down royal family that's about as slim down as it gets i think that's one of the most sparse balconies i've ever seen and yeah. i doubt that's due to covid um what louis looks like he's absolutely fed up bless him yeah parenting um, that's parenting yeah, for parenting <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, well, I mean, yeah, well, it was a long time, if, hopefully, before we have to talk about that top job. But uh, one top job that um, Boris is barely clinging on to is Prime Minister right now. Yep. Massive, massive week for him. And look, he's very much on the ropes, isn't he? Yes. So, obviously, we spoke about it last week, about the the potential for uh, a confidence vote to be called. And obviously, then... More than enough people, the 54, I think it is, that need to write a letter to say that they actually formally want to bring it about. They did so, and um, yeah, and so they did the ballot, and not good reading. He, he, no. he won, he won, so he does hold on, and I guess the good thing is that he doesn't have to go go through that for another year because it's a 12-month period that he now doesn't have another opportunity for a but no confidence But the amount vote. of MPs that voted against yeah. him, 148, and only 211 of him yeah. Them voted for him to stay. They're his people. Yeah, so that's they're fi- his people. Fifty-nine percent to forty-one percent. Not not a resounding victory. Nah. And quite interestingly, he actually got less than Theresa May did when she won the same vote, and then six months later she resigned anyway. So I don't know if the writing's She'll on the wall. She'll be sitting there watching. What she just going? Oh yeah. Uh, but the so. pro- I think the problem is is that there's no natural successor. I don't think. I don't think there's anybody that is particularly popular that is the automatic mm. choice and also i just think he is 
he will dig his heels in. I think he already has. Like he's mm. happy to say he survived a lot so far already, hasn't he? And he well, he's just said this is the time that we draw a, li- a line in the sand over party gate and we move on. Like. I think he wishes that had happened. Oh, I don't but, think it will in a the, hurry. The reality is, if they, they can't call another vote for twelve months, maybe it is. I mean, maybe that whole sentiment subsides over a period of time and people start caring us, less about it. I don't know. Us Brits hold grudges. We won't forget. Probably. Never forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, uh, British public are gonna could be having more parties of their own soon because uh, we're looking at a f- perhaps a potential to have a four day week um, for this a lot of the, the workers story. over here. This yeah. is the best story over ever. there, rather. Yeah. So this is a, a trial that's uh, it's an idea created by the Boffin at Oxbridge and also Boston College and it's called the four day week global trial and it's going to involve countless um, jobs basically from right down from your local chippy up to big banks financial I think that's what companies. I really like about this is that there's like hundreds of different companies that got involved some are law firms and accountancy firms and some are like fish and chip shops or mm. you know local locally run businesses well Bingley bin, Mega Chippy oh, n- well, or chicken whatever we call them I don't them think they don't can go down to four days a week but basically <laughs> the idea is that you go down to four days a week get paid for five and the idea is you increase your productivity because you're happier you've got a better work life balance and you want that extra day off and all I can say to anybody that's doing this trial now don't bugger it up for the rest of yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and i mean look i think i i do genuinely believe in this kind of thing i think that w- mm. this could work um because you know i for some people it's different obviously our work is quite difficult to probably implement this purely on the basis that it's there's no longer term projects necessarily they're all day-by-day projects yeah. whereby you need the same amount of people every day um but in companies where it's kind of weekly deadlines or monthly deadlines, why wouldn't you like give people a bit more time? And, you know, I, yep. I, there are plenty of people at our work that sit at their desk at two hour, for two hours and do nothing. Ooh, brutal. Controversial. <laughs> You're not going back to the office after this? Do you reckon any of them are listening? Probably not. I'm not going to name drop. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no there, there isn't that many. But no, of course, there are there are. There are times at work where you're not fully 100% productive because you can't be. You can't be mm. 100% on all of the time. Yeah, you might have stuff going on at home. Exactly. You might be tired. Yeah. You know, you might have little ones keeping you awake or whatever. And I think it's a great idea. It's come about because of the pandemic because people are now, you know, all about work-life balance. Yeah. And this has been a millennial thing for a long time. But now I think more people are getting on board because COVID has just been an absolute shit show. Everybody's been quite miserable. And I think everybody's... W- taken a good hard look at the lives and gone, you know what, do I need to work this hard? Exactly. And it's turned out, well, hopefully, potentially they don't. And maybe yeah. potentially they can get their work done in fewer days, have a long weekend, because two days out of seven isn't much, is it, really? No. Um, I think the four-day weekend's probably done more to spur that along than the Jubilee. Yeah. Um, look, I think it's great. Like yeah, I yeah. said, don't bugger it up, guys. We want to hear nothing but positive feedback, and we want you all to get your work done so but, the rest of the world can do it. I know, but really great. Like You often see kind of Finland or Sweden or people mm. like that doing this, and everybody goes, yeah, but they always do cool stuff. Like yeah. It's quite nice to see England actually try and do something interesting and try and do something that might actually change the way people live every day mm. like i i really want this to work i want this Make to work and happen here <laughs> it, it would be work. great wouldn't it it'd be absolutely fantastic i think it'd also attract more people to a business and it'd be good if you Very were more hard productive. to get staff it'd yeah. be good if you were more productive we'll go more, if you're more productive no you specifically me yeah get lost i carry you every week mate <laughs> 
All right, talking of a productive day at work. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Let's talk about Mr. <laughs> Dominic, Dominic Robinson. Okay, very good. He's a, a diver. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, he found a shipwreck, um, basically, of the Cornish Sea. And it's uh, from World War One. It was a merchant sh- ship that was sunk by the Germans. And interestingly, it contained... Interestingly? Interestingly. Interestingly. Uh, it contained 10,000 bottles of booze. And those bottles of booze have since been discovered. Yeah, and let's and let's be frank about this. Like, whilst I think it's, you know, a scientific um, great discovery and archaeological, oh, it's it's great. And you know, marine life is ten thousand bottles of booze. Yeah, ten thousand bottles. I want to know what happens to the ten thousand bottles of booze. Uh, don't we all? And these divers have found heaps of random bottles. Um, they reckon there's some still under the sand as well. They reckon they can see like glimmers of them. They're unable to touch them because this is considered like an historical site. You cannot go and just whip them up out of the ground. You're telling me they wouldn't want to sneak one? Totally would, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it is also a hundred years old. I don't know how how well it keeps. But you know, like some of it could be corked. Some of it, could, but yeah. But what if there's that one bottle? Like, take a seat, penfuls. We got this. Like, just as it's absolutely like, can you imagine? But would you drink oh, it? Would I? Well, yeah, yeah but, give it a go. But you'll probably I've be tasted wh- drinks that taste like seawater before. Yeah, I know, but I don't mean because <laughs> of that. I don't mean, will you just drink anything you find? I just mean because it might be worth something. Well, that's the thing. I think they do you know what they do? They probably get a load of rich people around a table, won't they, and do a special tasting. And of then they get one, to tell the rest of the world. Go, you yeah. have one and we'll keep the other nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, but you know, I think that'd be brilliant. If it'd be, I so hope they managed to dig that up because I so love to see what's underneath there. And you know what, like, you think, you know, it's over a hundred year old bottle of wine. Or whatever. Gin. Yeah, yeah, we don't know how old it was gin, when it got whiskey, on. Whiskey, was that a the... thing? I don't know. Yeah. Was it a thing back then? Yeah, yeah, gin isn't new. Yeah. It's not a new thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was today years old when I worked that. <laughs> but talking of history making. Oh, oh, here we go. Segway and a half here. Woo! On your Wales. Yeah, well played to Wales. Like, I, hardest match ever as well in terms of imagine having to come up in a playoff against Ukraine where the rest of the world basically wants Ukraine to win. Yeah. With the exception of Russia. But everybody. It's like Eurovision all over again. But yeah, everybody, of course, wants Ukraine to win because they've had obviously such a horrific spell of things. Um, but yeah, great for Wales. I mean, they haven't made a World Cup in 64 years. They've had a lot of great players come through their team that have never played in World Cups. You know, your Ryan Giggs, your Mark Hughes, your Ian Rushes. And so it's great to see. And obviously, as a Tottenham fan, we've got some some links there, Ben Davis and obviously Gareth Bale. So yeah, I was really pleased to see them. Um, I'm a bit worried now, though. They're obviously in England's group. This is it. So it's going to be, I tell you what, there's going to be some right atmospheres over in England, over around the World oh, Cup. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to go over for it? I'm in Qatar for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Isn't it you? Correspondent I'm, over there? Not correspondent, no, I'm not doing any work. <laughs> for day week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I will be over there, but I, I probably won't be going to some of the group games, though, because I couldn't get certain weeks off. But, um, yeah, I'll probably go over there for the, the elimination game, so hopefully we've knocked out Wales by that point. But. Um, well, if not, we're all for Wales, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. Everybody's if Wales. Wales gets through and we don't, then yes, I'm, I'm Welsh. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I was pleased for them. I, I, I don't really feel the kind of rivalry that we have with Germany and Scotland with Wales because no. Just, yeah, they've, like, had it. they've had they've been pretty close and pretty unlucky for I a long time I think everybody wants to see Wales do well out mm. of this I mean obviously England but you yeah know. I want them to finish second in the group yes which would be nice wouldn't it <laughs> fingers crossed well, I mean I think that's pretty much us for this week there's been a lot to unpack this week make sure you subscribe to us as well it doesn't cost anything I promise and it exactly. helps exactly just makes us look better in front of our mates yes please <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Ta-ra. Thanks.
Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now, hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bonjolo. You can find other podcasts produced by Seven West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome.